I am so excited to be here today. Uh, we've just had, uh, just stand up team, let's just introduce our wonderful team here from the school. Turn around, give them a wave. <laughs> so, as you, in case you don't know, I'm Vicky and I lead the Eastgate School of Spiritual Life and um, each Each uh, May and each February, we send out teams to various churches, and we've actually got 10 teams on the road at the moment, which isn't that amazing? Um, All across the UK, and then we've got Pete is in the Netherlands um, with a team, and we've got the Gilpins in Sweden, there are two European ones this time. So, so they're all off everywhere, and when we were kind of praying about where to send our teams, we kind of felt, actually, could we do one here? Let's send a team to Eastgate, to family, and we would just love to, you know, input family and just just spend some time with you guys. And I've got to say, it has been my greatest joy. It's just been one of the most amazing opportunities to come and just be with family. So um, I've got some awesome thank yous here. It's a bit like the Oscars, really. So I've written them down. Um, I want to thank you guys as family, first of all, for welcoming us, receiving us. We've just had the most incredible interactions with people, and you are just such such an easy place. You know, Holy Spirit just really flows, and we've just had the most wonderful time here. Um, I want to thank the Eastgate staff team, who have been incredible um, and just so gracious to us, especially the office staff and the caretakers. Thank you for helping us out so much. Helen Watling, is she in this meeting? Helen Watling has been amazing at hosting the team. Um, she's, she's just got such a gift of hospitality. Um, she's a lot of fun as well. I want to thank everybody who stepped out and came for a prophetic appointment. I know that for a lot of you, it was the very first time that you'd ever done that. Um, and just thank you for being brave and going on that journey with us. And um, we did over 70, I think, in the end, um, over the last couple of days, which have just been amazing. So thank you for letting us be part of that. I want to thank the youth. It doesn't look like any of them have made it to the early morning meeting, which, you know, fair play. Oh, I apologize. Look. <laughs> Extra crown in heaven for you guys. Fantastic. Yeah, there's two of you. Well, that's enough, isn't it? More than enough. So thank you so much, guys, for letting us come and be part of your um, Friday night youth group and for letting us prophesy over you and for getting involved in prophesying as well. They're, They're just incredible. Hear God's voice all the time. Um, everybody who came to the activation day yesterday, um, there were, yeah, look, hands up if you came to the activation day yesterday. Yeah, you see, I think there were about 90 people over the course of the day, um, all Eastgate family, and it was just tremendous, just learning how to hear God's voice and just unlocking different ways that he speaks. Um, It was fabulous. Mike and Sarah um, were involved in the teaching of that, as well as Rob, um, and they were fabulous. Hugest thank you has to go to Steph and Joe. Just stand up. Let's give them a round of applause. (laughs) They've just... They've been the ones who've really kind of carried this um, on a practical level and along with Joe Carter kind of encouraged um, the leadership team to let us loose. Not that they took much encouraging, it has to be said, but they were the ones who said, no, it would be really great and we can do this. Um, so thank you guys for, for letting us play this weekend. It's been fabulous. Okay, so you see I've got up there 
an advert for Encounter Week, which you've probably got lying around on your chairs. Um, this is um, it's really exciting. We did one last September. Just hands up if you came to this. Quite a few of you did. Yeah, you see a few of you in here came to that. It is um, it's a collaboration between day school and evening school. And what we've done is we've taken all the, the key points, the stuff that we really love to do in school, and tried to cram it all into a week. Um, so it's just an immersive experience Monday to Friday. And we're doing it again this September. So it's, um, sign-ups are available for that now. Also, this, aren't these leaflets amazing? Lots of shout-outs to start this meeting. Um, this, James Whips creates all of this stuff. It's beautiful. Um, but this is our new school leaflet. So if you're interested in either the day school or the evening school, do want to encourage you to be talking to God about whether you want to apply to that. And this Thursday is our final taste today for day school. And in a moment of madness, our administrator, Elaine, has said, oh, they don't need to sign in, just come. <laughs> so if you're thinking of doing day school and you want to get an idea of what it's like, if you turn up this Thursday um, at 9.30, we will let you in. And I have witnesses, Elaine, <laughs> that we said that. Awesome. And also Mark Hendley has asked me to let you know he's rounding off the weekend of Essel stuff with his talk this evening, Carrying the Presence Well. So that should be great. Okay, so I'm really excited this morning because we're going to hear God's voice, aren't we? Yes, we are, because we can all hear God's voice. And it is my passion and my joy in day school to just unlock all the different ways that God is speaking to us. We just love listening to his voice, tuning in to him. And um, I really felt over the whole of the weekend and actually before we did it, I've just been seeing color all around Eastgate, I sometimes see things physically um, with my eyes, and it's been like there's been different filters on my eyes. Um, and sometimes I'll look around and I'll think, you know, oh, gosh, everything feels red. So what are you doing, God? What are you saying through the color red today? Actually, recently, I've just seen every color, okay? And I just feel there's this explosion of God releasing all his colors of the different ways that he speaks, okay? So this is not, it's not a teaching talk. This is just, I just want to release impartation to you on all the various ways that God talks okay so let's just I just want to release that now so get ready to receive yeah I just want to say father thank you that it is so easy to hear your voice thank you God for the amazing colors that you release the diversity in your body father as we explore all the different ways that you speak I pray now that God each one of us would just realize that you're unlocking different ways within us Thank you, Jesus, for who you are, that it is in our DNA to hear your voice, because that's who you've made us to be. Thank you, Father. It's so easy. Okay, so God's going to be speaking to you, dropping ideas into your head, all sorts of things. So just be tuning into that while I'm speaking today. So I want to start with a verse just to make it clear. Um, that the Bible says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. How many people? All people. Okay. No one is missed out. He's pouring out his spirit on every single one of us. Sons and daughters will prophesy. Who's a son and daughter? Who's a son and daughter of the king this morning? Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. And your old men will dream dreams. It is so easy to hear his voice. And yet we often miss it 
because we think it's going to be hard. We think it's going to be more complicated. We think we've got to see writing on the wall. We think we've got to see, you know, burning bushes or, you know, angels in front of us. It is, he does speak through all of those ways. But actually, it's so easy. It's part of who we are. Okay, John 10 says that his sheep know his voice. They recognize it. It doesn't say they will learn to over a long period of time. It says they, they know my voice. They know my voice and they follow me. It's in our DNA. We are wired for two-way communication with him. I love this. God really spoke to me through this. He spoke to me through a piece of art, which is quite unusual for me, it has to be said. Um, but I'm, I'm really learning to um, interact with him through art. This is a piece that's in the Tate Modern. It's called Babel. And it's by um, that person there, um, Sildo Mireles. Apologies if that's, um, if that's not right. But if you're listening to this, um, it's just called Babel. If you Google Babel Tate Modern, you'll see this. And it's a tower of 800 radios. And they all broadcast. They're all turned on all the time. They're broadcasting on a very low frequency. But each one is playing all the time. And actually, the artist um, was trying to, to convey confusion for it um, with this installation. But God just really spoke to me about the way that he speaks. As I walked into the room, there's just this cacophony of sounds. In fact, if I can get this to work, I've got um, a five-second video here. Here we go. Okay, so there you go. That's what you experience as you walk into the room. And the idea is that every time you walk in, it sounds different. Everyone's experience of it is different because the radio, obviously, what's happening on the radio changes all the time. And as you walk in, you sort of think, well, what on earth is this? What's going on? But actually, as you lean into it, you start to pick out individual radio signals and you start to hear different things on each of the radios. And as you walk around it, you can lean in and you're going... This one's playing sport. And then actually, as you, as you, as you listen into what somebody else is doing, you think, yeah, I can hear sport now as well. Or you go around the other side and you say, this one's playing Elvis. And, you know, that's quite easy to tune into because it's quite distinctive. So the more you lean in, the more you can hear his voice. Really easy. So I want to give you a few biblical examples just to start with um, of different ways that God speaks because I want to make it clear we all hear differently. So here we go. So you've got just three there that I've picked out. You've got Paul. Okay, so Paul heard God through a supernatural light. Okay, the road to Damascus. Um, we all know that one, and we all think that that's how God speaks all the time, don't we? You know, if you haven't had that road to Damascus experience, you haven't experienced him. But actually, he speaks in so many different ways. Paul also had a vision in Acts 16. What's interesting about this is if you read through it, um, Paul and his companions are traveling, and they're actually trying to get into um, Mysia um, and Bithynia, but actually the Spirit of God stops them from going in. So actually God's speaking to them there just through a physical action. You know, whatever happens, um, God is in it, and Paul is hearing God. He then gets this vision in the night. Jeremiah, God speaks to Jeremiah through physical objects. So in Jeremiah 13, he tells um, Jeremiah to buy a belt. Jeremiah then buries the belt, then he digs it up, and it's dirty. And God speaks to him through a dirty belt. Okay? 
It, it looks really supernatural and, and super spiritual in the Bible, doesn't it? But actually, just reading this, you know, it's a dirty belt. And God's speaking to him through a physical object in front of him. The same again with the potter's wheel, um, Jeremiah 18. Um, he goes down to um, the potter's house. And God just speaks to him through the potter that he's seeing actually creating this pot. And says, you know, this is, this is my nation. Amos... God speaks to Amos through a basket of figs. Now, you know when you get those odd pictures, you know, and you think, that's a really strange picture. I don't know what this means. God speaks to Amos in exactly the same way. He says to Amos, what do you see? And Amos says, well, I see a basket of figs. And the figs are ripe. And then God says, yeah, and the time is ripe for my nation. It's, it's just a wordplay. You know, he sees a basket of ripe figs. The time is ripe. That's just kind of amazing, isn't it? It's just an association that God is speaking in a way that he will understand. And then finally, we often forget this one, the still small voice in 1 Kings. Okay, Elijah goes and waits for God to pass. And God, you know, first there's the, um, the wind and then there's the waves and the flames. And then finally, he's in the whisper. God speaks in the quiet stillness. So what I want to do now is I want to release some of the languages of God, okay? Some of the different ways that he speaks. And so we have two ways of responding when we hear different ways that God speaks. We can either think, oh, he doesn't speak to me like that, okay? Or we can think, yeah, I'd like to hear God like that. That's not been my experience so far, but I fancy that one. I'd like you to speak to me in that way, God, okay? So what I just want to encourage you to do is just prepare your heart and listen to some of the ways that God speaks. And you'll realize, actually, he's been speaking to you all along, but just in in ways that you perhaps didn't recognize as his voice. Now, I do want to say this is not an exhaustive list. We have lots of fun in school hearing different ways that God speaks, and there are some quite random ones, okay? Um, But these are just some of the ways that God might speak. So, here we go. So, we'll go first for thoughts and ideas. Sounds too simple, doesn't it, to be from God? God's just in your thoughts. We've got the mind of Christ. I can see you tapping your head there over there, kingdom carriers. You know, when you just have that idea, what if I try this? What if I do that? Well, God's in that. He's speaking to us all the time. Seeing the angelic. Now, that can be physical. That often looks different for different people. So I was, um, a while ago, I was at a friend's house, and um, I, I went up to the bathroom, and as I walked past her daughter's bedroom, I looked in, and I saw, in holographic form, a huge angel in the corner of her bedroom. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. It's a phenomenal angel there. And so I came downstairs, and, you know, kind of... Said goodbye, went home, and then a couple of days later she phoned me and she said, you need to talk to my daughter, because my daughter was in her bedroom last night and saw a bouncing light in a corner of the room, and she doesn't know what it was, and it's kind of made her wonder what on earth's going on. So I spoke to her, and it turns out it was in exactly the same place that I had seen the huge angel. Now, was God going to reveal himself to a a little girl as an enormous man? Probably not. It probably would not have brought her comfort and peace. But a little flashing light, that was going to really encourage her and let her know that God was with her and he was sending angels to protect her. So he'll speak to us in different ways according to what we can understand and what we can relate to. 
Repeated patterns, that's another one. Um, we've got a number, actually, that... Um, it's 11.11 that tends to mean something to us. We've had noticed a few times that's kind of cropped up in our life at significant moments. And actually, it's just really shown us that God is in something. In fact, the best example of that is we were going to buy a house and we really weren't sure if we should buy it or not. And we were kind of just, you know, as we came out, we were kind of thinking, yeah, we probably will. But, you know, we were actually doing it because of the relationship that we had with, with the person who was selling the house and we wanted to bless them. But we weren't sure if it was going to make a good financial decision, but we felt probably we should. And we went to a cafe to just have a bacon sandwich before we came home. And we placed our order and they gave us a number. And the number to put on our table was 11. And it was on a square, so it had it on two sides. So we put 11-11 on our table. And we just looked at it and thought, this is just God saying to us, he's in this. You know, he's speaking to us, he's speaking confirmation. Just such an easy, straightforward way coincidences, things that happen over and over again, Um, unusual circumstances, the burning bush would be one of those, okay? You know, that's different. The key with that is to lean into it. Okay, so what's God saying? That's an attention grabber, but what's he saying through it? Senses, Um, all your senses, creation and nature, senses. So it's not just what we see, it's what we hear, it's what we smell. Who, who can, who's ever smelt any, you know, presence of God or, wow, look at this. Get these people to pray for you. Fantastic. Okay. Hearing, feeling, you know, just those feelings in your body. Um, deep assurance. That's just hearing God's voice as well. Okay. We're wired to hear him in so many different ways. Your body, words of knowledge. We had this on the activation day yesterday. Lots of different ways um, that God spoke through people's bodies. Pain in shoulder. We had someone healed um, of, I think it was knee pain, wasn't it? Which was phenomenal. Pictures. Hands up if you've ever received a picture from God, an image in your head. It's a really common way, okay? Lots of people hear God like that. Visions in your mind, similar to pictures, really. Open visions, when something physically plays out in front of you. We've got an amazing story of um, a guy that we knew who actually, he and his wife had decided to separate, and um, he went back to the house just to really tidy the house up before he left for the final time. He wasn't a Christian, and as he walked in, he looked at the wall, Um, And there on the wall in front of him, rather than the painting that was normally there, was a TV screen physically, and it just played scenes of his life and scenes of his kids and key moments in his marriage. God just played them in front of him over and over again. And the result of that was he he literally fell to his knees. Um, And then he came round to our house and said, I've seen the weirdest thing. And yeah, he he was absolutely um, just done by it all, wasn't he? He was completely undone and became a Christian. His marriage was restored and he's now just living gloriously with with, um, his wife and family. Isn't that just the most amazing thing? And God's just so creative in the way that he speaks. Now, if you want that, just draw on that now. Lord, that's what we... Bizarrely for us, we said, Lord, we want, we want to see open visions. And then he gave it to a friend of ours. We're like, no, we wanted that. <laughs> Just draw on it and let God release it. Okay. Night dreams, very common. Associations. You know, when you're talking to someone and you suddenly think, oh, gosh, 
you remind me of my friend. And actually, they don't look anything like your friend. Maybe God's speaking to you through an association, you know. Maybe your friend has got a history that actually is part of this person's history as well. Maybe he's revealing something through that still small voice. Trances. Okay, so a trance is really, it's kind of a vision, but your body is like in a dream. All right, it's a dreamlike state. So your body, you know, tends to to not be particularly conscious or able to to act in a way you would when you're awake, but you're having an encounter with God. Scripture, obviously. Um, Colors, God just releasing colors. Um, The key is to partner with him in all of these things and ask him, actually, what, what is it you're saying through this thing? There are never formulas with God. He always wants you to talk to Holy Spirit about what he's saying. And then the audible voice um, is actually something that happens more often than you would think. Um, But God speaks a lot through um, all of these different ways and many more besides. So I've raced through those because I want to introduce the team. So up you come, guys. Come and line up here and grab a microphone, Rob, if you would. Do you want to go down? Because what I would really like, and we'll start at that end with Miriam, please. I just want these guys to release different ways that they hear God's voice, all right? And you might relate to some of these, or they might be new to you. But I just want to help you to think of all the different ways. And these are just going out into the air, so take them. Okay, so Kingdom Carries, it's like a ball. As they're saying ways that they hear from God, if you want to receive that, you just think, fantastic. Just pull it in, all right? I'll have that like you're catching a ball. So Miriam, off you go. Um, I work a lot with numbers and uh, in particular spreadsheets, which are very large grids of numbers, so um, more than you can see on a screen or a page. And God um, has, uh, on a number of occasions, just shown me a, a picture on an area of a spreadsheet. So I might see a pool of water or something reflective, and that's normally highlighted an area where there's an opportunity that's been missed that um, if you look at it again, you'll see something different. Or I've seen something on fire, and that's been an area where there's been a, a logic issue on, on the data itself. Isn't that amazing? Catch that. Just take that. I'd love numbers to do that for me. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Sarah? Um, so um, the list that was up, um, I have experienced a number of ways, that, but quite often... As well as pictures, I might get a nagging thought, and it, um, we call it a nudge, and it's just a thought that persists and keeps going round and round in your head and keeps bothering you, if you like. Hmm. Uh, for me, it's words, physical words, uh, scripture from the Bible, and also the words around me. And I was reading a book uh, called uh, Translating God by... Sean Botts is hearing from uh, God's voice for yourself and the world around you. So I deliberately, I just went to a big shopping mall. And then instead of shopping, I was uh, collecting words. So I popped into different shops. And within two hours, I collected uh, different phrases, sentences, and words, and I just wrote down. I didn't write right in front of, uh, inside the shop because I didn't want to look like I'm a marketing person to, you know, like a, the spy. But I just uh, go to collect the words. So I just wrote down uh, different words and I realized um, the sentences, uh, let's explode. 
repeated about the four times within two hours. And then the other day is about light, sound of a light, uh, light carrier, and a lantern. So something like that is repeated, and it's worth. It really worked for me. Awesome. Hi, um, I get words that I see. It's almost like I can see them with my eyes, and they're superimposed. It happens a lot at ASDA, um, but I also. Um, seeing dog walkers, I can see like the word Canada might appear over the top of somebody, and then it's totally relevant to them. I've seen America over somebody's head. It was totally to do with a career aspiration. He wanted to be there. And last week I had um, new things over somebody's head at the checkout at Asda, and I said, "Tell me, what are the new things in your life?" And she said, "I'm 30 next week, and I'm looking forward to a big family celebration." Wow. So, John, just unpack that a little bit. You see a, a word over somebody's head. How does it Yeah, it's really weird. Can you see it? Is it like um, building blocks or what? It sort of just smacks you once, and then you look, and can you really... Uh, it, it's like it's sort of everywhere, but it's like if you superimposed a lens over in front of your glasses, so you can see the person, but somehow it's there. So with the, um, like, new things, I saw it, and then I looked at her face, and I thought, her face isn't telling me new things, but this sort of word, word seems Mm. to be. Excellent. Often the word of God just comes in a little flash, and then it's gone, you know. So I I looked at Sarah Vaughan one day, and I thought she was wearing swimming goggles. And I did, did, you know, you just get those moments, and I did a double take, and of course she wasn't wearing swimming goggles. (laughs) But, you know, that was God kind of just getting my attention and, you know, something's going on there. And so it's really important when you see those things not to dismiss them, but to, to lean in and find out what it is that God's saying. Glory. Yes. Before ESSL, I mainly had go through scriptures and, you know, but since joining ESSL, I now see images over people. And Physically I, see them or yeah. like holographs or no, in your mind's eye? in my eye? mind's eye. I see images over people, and that allows me to minister to them, mm-hmm. you know. And I now get vivid dreams. Okay. And I sense people's feelings, you know. Maybe I sense what they feel, and then I minister the opposite of what they are feeling. So if they are feeling depressed, I minister the opposite of what God says over them. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. It's really important, you know, that, that we don't kind of rank these in order of, you know, how spiritual you are. You know, a still small voice hearing just a thought flit through your head, that's just as much God's voice as hearing a big, booming, audible voice and having a light from heaven, okay? It might be slightly less dramatic, but God's voice is God's voice. And however he's speaking to you um, is, is a privilege, and it's just a question of listening into it. So, you know, however it is that God's speaking to you, embrace it. Helen. Yeah, quite a new one for me. I um, often get drawn to people's name, particularly if they've got a name tag on, and God will speak to me through their name, whether that's their first name or their surname. Um, and, and quite a fresh one on that was somebody's name drew me to the name of a children's um, program that I used to watch, and the theme tune had masses of content in it in terms of the character of this person. So that was quite a creative way that God spoke to me. Fantastic. When we were um, with the youth prophesying, some of the youth actually joined in and started prophesying, which was fantastic. And um, one of the the people who who was prophesying alongside me, one of the youth said, um, I do have permission to say this, said, um, all I've got is a song running through my head. 
I, I can't hear God. All I'm getting is this song running through my head. And actually, the lyrics of the song were exactly the word that God was giving me. Okay, I was just getting one word and she was getting the lyrics of a song, which were exactly the same. And actually, which really spoke to Joe, who we were prophesying over. So, you know, sometimes you think, oh, that's not God. That's just a song, a children's TV song. But no, it certainly is. He's so creative. Just love it. Nikki. Disney movies. Yes, come on. <laughs> who wants that impartation? <laughs> and Marvel speaks through Marvel as well. <laughs> oh, a Marvel movie. Yeah. Actually, very strongly Marvel movie. My yeah. husband's in... Not DC so much, but to the anyway. with Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, with Disney movies, actually, I find God highlights a theme. Yeah. I suddenly find the whole film is about identity, and he's telling me that I'm a, I'm a mammoth, I'm not a possum, or something like that. <laughs> like, like I say the meltdown. And it's been a really um, great under-the-wire way of God sort of... Uh, catching my attention when I'm when I'm relaxing when I'm in my safe place and, and actually showing me deep but very tender things and it's been really amazing fantastic Rob and then just yeah. just to set you up a little bit kingdom carriers if any of you would like to share any way that God speaks to you just whisper it to Steph and then Rob will come over one of the ways that God speaks to me is through um, unusual circumstances. So I was looking for a house to buy as an investment. I was going up and down the estate agents, and um, I saw a homeless guy. And um, so I, I asked him if I could buy him lunch, and so I bought him lunch. And then I asked him what his name was, and his name was Nelson. Now, I don't know about you, but I'd never met another Nelson. I know it's about Nelson Mandela, but I'd never met a Nelson myself. And then I asked him what he did for a living, and he was a thatcher like a roof thatcher. Never met a thatcher before. So that was like two, two weird things random. together. <laughs> and then um, I, w- I looked at three properties, and, there were, and I was talking to Vicky later on, and there was one that I particularly wanted, that I particularly liked. It was in Nelson Road. And so we bought that one, and it's the most successful property we've had. So, yeah, amazing. Do you want to go over Kingdom Carriers? Anybody got anything? Got of course loads. they've got loads. <laughs> They're just, yeah. these guys are just, honestly, if you want to know how to hear the voice of God, just go to one of those guys. They're awesome. So I get lots of night dreams all the time from God. Um, sometimes, a lot of times, I get a picture of, he- I get, like, I'm inside of heaven with all these angels everywhere and God's telling me things about these people and I'm looking at pictures of them, so... Wow. Isn't that amazing? Love it. So if you would like to do that, lean into that now. Say, Jesus, I want to take that. I want to take that. I want that experience. Yes, Saffron. I get pictures and words just randomly. And then when I think back when I'm sleeping in bed, um, it just suddenly pops up what the meaning of it is. Wow. That's brilliant. Many times I just get random stuff, but then I ask God what they are, and sometimes they just fit in perfectly. Goodness. Actually, just to say, yesterday during worship at Activation Day, Noe drew a picture for Rob that he felt God was saying to him, and actually there was a shape on the picture that Noe had repeatedly drawn that over the last four days God had spoken to Rob several times about. So, just amazing. Sometimes I would get some pictures 
And I won't know what they mean, but then later on I would ask God what they are, and then suddenly he would just tell me or show me what it is and what it means. How brilliant is that? Thank you. Well, usually I would get, like, pictures to just pop into my head, and I'd be thinking, oh, like, what does this mean? But then, like, I would, like, I would feel like there's one person who I should go tell this to, and then it turns out that it actually means a lot to them. Mm. Brilliant. Brilliant. Apparently, Jermaine's really good in supermarkets of spotting people who his dad needs to pray for for healing as well. So <laughs> if you want words of knowledge, then draw on Super. Jermaine's gift. I get drawings, so I, usually I bring a sketchbook to church yeah. just to worship. Um, I, I put any pencil on the sketchbook, and God just helps me draw through everything I've done. So Fabulous. Excellent. I get, like, coincidences, so, like, you... I'd get a picture and then later on I'd realise that that was something that had already been. Brilliant. Thanks, Henry. Um, I get night dreams. Um, it's usually something to do with the air or a plane. Wow. And, and it feels like I'm actually there. Wow. That's brilliant. Well, I also have dreams, but I sometimes have certain dreams that I wake up and I remember, and I have certain people that I tell, and it turns out that they actually mean something in real life and they actually happen. Brilliant. I get dreams, and like when I think, well, I want to do some arts, God will show me a picture to draw for someone. Fantastic. Olivia's very good at creating things. So, like, you can see down here she's creating something. It's never just a kind of drawing. It's always sort of got a 3D element, and that really speaks to people as well. That's awesome. How amazing is that? Just brilliant. And do you know what I love there? I asked the team. I didn't put any pressure on them, but I said, if anybody wants to release a way that God speaks to them, come up to the front. And everyone on the team has an idea of a way that God speaks to them. And then I'm just on the same to Kingdom Carriers. Every single one of you knows that you hear the way that God speaks to you because it's your DNA. It's who we were created to be. We can all access his voice. So with the one minute that we've got left, what I'd love you to do, just get into a little huddle. Just don't overthink it. Three or four. Look, some of you are looking nervous already. It's all right. It's all right. Chill. Just get into a small group of people that you're with, if you wouldn't mind. And and I'm just going to get you to pray and release God's voice over each other. Okay? So get into a little group. We've literally got a minute. So just, yeah. Team, if you'd like to go and join some of the groups. Fantastic. Kingdom carriers, do whatever Steph is asking you to do. Excellent. Okay, so Father, I thank you that you are speaking to each one of us in so many creative ways. 
through dreams, through still small voice, through audible voice, through colors, through angelic visitation, through um, just the most incredible ways, through repeated patterns, coincidences, numbers, Father God, um, highlighting numbers through all of our senses. And God, we just thank you so much and we release your voice. We all want to hear your voice. We're all your children and we love to tune in to your voice. So help us, Father, to lean in to your voice. Yeah, awaken that in each one of us, God. In Jesus' name, amen.